0: In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. Just because every member of the family is a Christian, a professed believer and follower of Jesus Christ, does not mean necessarily that you have a Christian home. You see, the reality is you could know Christ, but if you're not growing in Christ, if you're not becoming more like Christ in your home, then you don't have a truly Christian home. You see, a Christian home is a home that reflects the nature of our God, that reflects the the beautiful characteristics of the Lord. And so we return today to Luke chapter 1, to this first family on the pages of the gospel records. It's the family of John the Baptist. And we've identified already the individuals in that home. You remember Zacharias, Uh, that's husband and father. Elizabeth, that's wife and mother. And then John the Baptist, that's the son growing up in this home. So we know the individuals. But today I'd like to point out to you something that I think perhaps we kind of skip over. We, We miss this. And that is the very obvious instruction that took place in this home. Uh, Look, how do you think John the Baptist knew what he was supposed to do? Who do you think invested in him early on? Did he just show up one day in the wilderness uh, wearing a a, a girdle of uh, camel hair and a leather belt around him? Do you think he really just showed up eating locusts and wild honey and preaching filled with the Holy Spirit of God? Do you think that was by accident? Oh, no, my friend. God worked deeply in John the Baptist's life, and I would submit to you that started when he was a child. It began at home, and I'm going to show you that from the Word of God in just a moment. I love what the Lord says of Abram in the Old Testament. Uh, You ever wonder why God chose him? Of all the men of the earth, why did God choose him? Uh, Let God speak. God said, I know him, that he shall command his children after him. I'm convinced that the reason God often makes men uh, men who have great blessing on their life is that he knows through them he can bless so many more. They won't keep it to themselves. Well, I believe the reason God chose Zacharias and Elizabeth, why did God choose them to raise John the Baptist? I believe it was because in them God the Father saw people that would be willing to instruct their child in the way he should go. You see, these parents took their God-given assignment seriously. Do you know what John's name means? The name John means gift of Jehovah. Now, we know that he, he is named of the Lord. The angel says, you're going to name him John. In fact, in Luke chapter 1, you remember they, they wanted to name him Zacharias. Uh, the rest of the family and friends, Zacharias and Zacharias, the dad, said, no. No, we're naming him John because that's what the father wanted. See, God was teaching them something. God was teaching this elderly couple, almost like the New Testament parallel to Abram and Sarah, up in years, past childbearing age. He was teaching them uh, that every child is a gift of God. The psalmist said, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. In fact, law first mentioned all the way back in the book of Genesis. Do you remember Genesis 4, verse 1? when Adam and Eve had that first child, Cain, what did she say? I've gotten a man from the Lord. In fact, every child is from the Lord. We're living in a day where children are abandoned, where children are abused, where children are neglected. May I say to every father, to every mother, uh, to every grandparent today, that child is God's gift to you. And it is not God's gift for you to use. It is God's gift for you to teach. Uh, There must be instruction in our homes. Uh, So uh, look with me at Luke chapter 1 for just a moment. Uh, The angel is speaking with Zacharias. He's just announced uh, that uh, John the Baptist is going to be born. And the Bible says in verse number 13, Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, thou shalt call his name John, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. You see how the intention is that every child does bring a great joy, but not just to your family. If the right thing is done with that child, that child will bring joy to many others. And then we hear verse 15. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. So God said from the beginning, I want this child to be a holy child. All of life should be a holy life. In a Christian home, all ground is holy ground. But don't miss the most obvious thing. Someone had to teach him how to live. You see, the vow that John the Baptist was under was the vow known as a Nazarite vow. There are three people in Scripture identified by name who took that Nazarite vow. Samson had the Nazarite vow. Of course, he broke it. Samuel had the Nazarite vow. And now John the Baptist. So this is a, uh, I want to say, an elite group That gives the emphasis to them, really. It's all about the Lord. This is a separated group. That's really what the idea of the Nazarite vow was. They were separated, not just from things, but to the Lord. But Let me ask you a question. Do you think John the Baptist just automatically knew to stay away from these things? No, someone had to teach him what the Nazarite vow was. Someone had to teach him God's great purpose for his life. In fact, if you read Isaiah 40... You read Malachi chapter 4 that we referenced the other day. Those are Old Testament scriptures related to the life and ministry of John the Baptist. It's my conviction that Zacharias, who was a priest in the temple, would have known those scriptures. That Zacharias and Elizabeth, who were devout, devoted uh, followers of Jehovah God, knew the Old Testament well, they would have taught John Isaiah 40. They would have taught John Malachi chapter 4. These things don't just happen on accident. If we want another generation to serve the Lord, friends, it won't be on accident. It'll have to be on purpose. Someone is going to have to take the initiative. Someone's going to have to get serious about instructing them in the way of the Lord more perfectly. Proverbs chapter 22, verse number 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old he'll not depart from it. That's not just giving them general principles for life. That's helping them find God's purpose for their life, and God's way for them, God's specific path for their life journey. Oh, the greatest thing you will ever do is help a young person as early in life as possible find God's purpose for their life. John, why are you breathing? Why are you here? Uh, This is the great joy of life. It's the most fulfilling thing on earth uh, to discover and do the will of God. And Zacharias and Elizabeth found their purpose in helping John discover his purpose. It seems that both of these People, because they were up in years, died and had passed off the scene before John's ministry commenced, because there's no mention of them later in his life and ministry. But get this, they taught him enough that when they were gone, he followed God and fulfilled God's will. Isn't that our great purpose? To instill enough truth in the next generation so that when we've passed off the scene, and we're all going to pass off the scene, uh, that the next generation can go on with the Lord and can pass it on to the generation after them. I'd like to give you a little homework assignment today. I'd like to encourage you to read what Zacharias says, beginning in verse number 59. Uh, Matter of fact, from about verse 59 down to verse number 79, you're going to see a conversation with Zacharias. Remember, God made him so he couldn't speak for a little while until the child was born. When the child's born, he lets him speak again. And when Zacharias starts speaking again, just read it for yourself today, you're going to hear a man speaking out of faith. May I say to you what every John the Baptist needs is a Zacharias speaking in faith. What young people need, what every other member of your family needs today is to hear somebody in that household speaking out of faith in God. May the Lord help all of us to receive the instruction we need to receive and then to share that with others. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.